You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, I'm so happy to have you with us. We're on a leadership journey. This is my leadership edition of How to Win, and I want to thank you in advance for taking this journey with me. We're learning a lot about leadership. Now, a few episodes ago, I began a series entitled Vision, Seeing Beyond the Now. In our first episode, we talked about vision, what is vision and why vision is important. And in our second lesson or our second episode, we began to talk about securing God's vision, how to receive a genuine vision from God. This is the starting point, having a vision from God. Now, this is our third lesson, our third lesson. And second, our second lesson, we begin to talk about the three things involved in receiving a God-given vision. And I've developed these three things into three parts. Number one, separating Number two, asking, and number three, hearing. Separating part one, we dealt with getting along with God, being uh, uh, with God alone, giving uh, God an opportunity to spend time with us, and we we spend time with Him because God rarely speaks in a crowd. Whether it's a crowded environment or crowded people or crowded mind. And we show you from the scriptures how Jesus and Moses and others separated Abraham, separated themselves. That's the beginning of receiving a God given vision, getting the mind of God, getting along with God. Spending time alone with God. And then asking has to do with prayer. And then today we're going to begin that third part of securing God's vision, and that's hearing. And we're going to spend a couple of lessons on on hearing. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9, it says, Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart. This verse has to do with a prayer that that Solomon offered to God. God appeared to Solomon and asked Solomon, ask what you will and I give it to you. And here's what Solomon, out of all the things he could have asked for, he said, give your servant an understanding heart. The word understanding in the Hebrew language in the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. It means hearing. He was asking God to give him a a hearing ear. 
He wanted to be able to hear God so that he would know how God wanted him to lead his people. So above everything else, Solomon wanted the ability to hear God's voice. Receiving this God-given vision involves separating, asking, that's prayer, and hearing, hearing. Hearing God is the prerequisite to obedience. You can't obey, obey until you hear. That's why this third part is so very important. There are seven perspectives that we're going to look at in this episode and in our next episode, seven perspectives of hearing God's voice. And I want you to take notes. I want you to listen very carefully. I'm going to navigate through these seven perspectives. Won't finish them today. We'll finish them in our next episode. But there's seven perspectives. We're talking about hearing God. It is so important as a leader that you hear from God. These seven perspectives all start with a P. I'll give you an overview and then we'll look at each one of them. Number one, principle. Number two, a plan. Number three, position. Number four, promises. Number five, prophetic or the prophetic. Number six, proving. And then number seven, problem. Let's look at these perspectives. The first perspective to hearing God is to understand this number one principle. This is a principle. Psalms 119, verses 105. I'll read it to you from the New King James Version. It says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. This principle we're talking about hearing God, and you have to understand and embrace this principle that God rarely allows us to see every step we need to take in discovering and pursuing vision, but he always reveals the next step we need to take. Now, that's a principle. God rarely reveals every step we need to take in discovering and pursuing vision, but he will always reveal the next step. Now, if you don't get this principle down, you're not going to even get very far in this vision thing because many of us, I know I'm no different, we want every step. We want God to show us, answer every question, give us every step to our vision. But God rarely does that. He always gives us the next step. Remember what the text says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Imagine you're on a beach at night, a moonless night, and you want to take a walk on the beach. It's dark on that beach, but you have a flashlight. That flashlight does not enlighten the whole beach, but it does enlighten your path. 
the steps you need to take in front of you. And that's the way direction is from God. God rarely gives us every step. So you got you to gotta get that out of your thinking. You want to hear God's vision. You want to know what God wants you to do. But you want God to answer every question. You want him to, to give you all the ins and the outs and show you every side and everything he wants you to do. And that's very rare. You have to understand that God rarely gives you every step, but he gives you the next step. And trust is the willingness to move forward without full details and without full understanding. I remember uh, years ago uh, while pastoring, God spoke to me about a building project. We had outgrown our uh, campus and, and where we were worshiping. And I was thinking about a building project because we had outgrown our facility. And whereas I was thinking one way, I heard the Spirit of God say, don't. D-O-M-E, don't. That's all he said, one word, don't. I began to realize that God wanted, rather than the building that we were thinking or I was thinking about building, God wanted us to build a dome facility. And we ultimately did that. We built a $16 million dome facility, worship facility, uh, that cost $16 million and we paid for it debt-free. But I didn't get all the details of that. Initial, I got one word from God, dome. And then I began to investigate and look up and research the different kinds of domes. And I took the list back to God and God spoke and said it was on the list, a monolithic, unconventional. And so now we know what kind of dome. And then later the Spirit of God revealed that it should comfortably seat 3,000 people. But he didn't reveal that at the beginning. And then later we understood that he wanted us to do it debt free. Now, we accomplished the vision that God put on our heart, but he didn't give us all the details and everything at the beginning. He gave us one step down. Then when we moved out on that, did our research, then he gave us more insight. Then he gave us more insight. So this is a principle that you have to embrace that receiving guidance from God concerning your vision will be evolutionary. Meaning he's not going to tell you everything at the start. Not going to tell you all the ins and the outs and all the details. He's not going to give you full understanding. And that's the principle that you have to embrace if you're going to hear from God. Your word is a lamp to my feet. Your word is a light to my path. He'll give you the next step, but he's not going to give you everything. Now, let's look at the the, the next Thing. To hear from God, you need a plan. Mark 135, it says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, Jesus went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. 
if you're going to hear from God, you have to have a plan. And your plan should involve three things. It should involve a the period. The period has to do with the when. When is the best time for you to be alone with God? Secondly, it must involve a place. The where. Where is the best place for you to be alone with God? Thirdly, it will involve a program. That's the how. Your way of spending time with God. And there's no formula. Every person will have their way of spending time with God. When I spend time with God, I normally spend time praying. I'll pray with my understanding. I'll pray with the Spirit. And then after I pray a season, then I'll spend time in the Word, and I'll read scriptures, and I'll read chapters. And then after I do that, then I have a confession. My wife did a prayer book. I'll take her prayer book, and I'll make confessions. You may have a devotional. You may have a plan. So the program is your how. It's not a formula, it's your how. So your plan should involve a period that's the when. When is the best time for you to spend alone with God? A place, that's the where. Where's your best place to be alone with God? And then a program, how your your best way of spending time with God. You see, hearing from God, involves a plan because a plan indicates intentionality. To hear from God, you have to be intentional about hearing. You cannot consistently hear and recognize someone's voice that you do not consistently spend time with. If you don't consistently spend time with God, if you don't have a plan, of the when and the where and the how, then listen, you're not going to hear God's voice. And then if you hear it, you won't recognize it. From time to time, I'll call people on the phone and usually they don't recognize my voice. They say, who is this? And then sometimes I'll play games with it, you know, especially if they don't have where my name pop up on the phone. Now your name pop up on the phone. But if, if we haven't had any correspondence and I get their number and call them, usually they don't recognize my voice. Who is this? And I'll play games with them. But when I call people who I've spent time with and people that I know well, they know me well. And it, it usually it were members and I call them, they said, Pastor Mike, they knew my voice. Right? I was just listening to a CD by you. I was just listening to this lesson, this sermon you taught. Why? They consistently listen, spent time in listening to me so they recognize my voice. That's the way it is with God. You cannot consistently hear and recognize someone's voice that you don't consistently spend time with. So you have to have a plan. Number three, position. John 7, 38 says, Jesus is speaking, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living, will out of his heart, 
So we're talking about hearing God's voice. And the third perspective is position. Position has to do with where, the where the Holy Spirit deposits revelations. When the Holy Spirit, who lives on the inside of us, speaks to us, where does he speak? He speaks to our heart. He speaks to our spirit. Now, position has to do with where the Holy Spirit departs his revelations and direction. We're talking about hearing God. So where does the Holy Spirit speaks to give us direction? The things, listen at this statement, the things of the Spirit bypass the natural mind and is revealed and given in the spirit of man. See, the Bible tells us that we are triune being. We are spirit. We have a soul. That's our mind, our emotions, and our will. And we live in a physical body. But God, who lives in us, the Holy Spirit lives in us. He speaks to our spirit. The man on the inside, Proverbs 20, 27, says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. In other words, God gives us light in our spirit. He does not, now watch this, he does not talk to our brains, our analytical thoughts, and he does not talk to our physical ears. So when we talk about hearing God, usually people think, especially if they're immature in the word, they think, here, I want to hear God with these physical ears. I'm holding my hands on my ears, my physical ears now. God doesn't speak to our physical ears like humans speak to our physical ears. God is a spirit. He lives in our spirit, and he speaks to our spirit. He speaks deep down inside of us. So understanding where God speaks is important. He speaks on the inside of us. He speaks to our spirits. He speaks to our heart. That has to do with position. The fourth perspective, and we'll conclude with this, has to do with promises. Promises has to do with mixing faith with God's promises. Hebrews 4.2 said that the word preached to the Israelites did not profit them because they did not mix faith with what they heard. Now, in hearing from God, you need to know something about what God says to us about direction and guidance. So I'm going to give you Three proof texts, three Bible texts uh, from the scriptures, and then we're going to talk about mixing faith with those, or we're going to talk about praying God's word, praying God's word. Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Now, that's God speaking to you. He says, in all your ways... If you acknowledge him, he will direct your path. That's Proverbs 3, 6. Now, we're going to pray this in a moment. Proverbs 16, verse 
3 in the Amplified Bible. Listen what it says. It says, roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him, and he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. I pray this often, especially when I want directions. It says, roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him, and then he will cause our thoughts to be agreeable to his will, and then he'll cause our plans to be established and succeed. I pray this verse on a regular basis when I'm seeking direction and guidance. And then John 10, 4 through 5, verse 27. It's, and Jesus here is speaking. And when he brings out his own sheep, Jesus was teaching, he goes before them. Now, he's talking about the good shepherd, and he identifies himself as the good shepherd. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and they follow him for they know his voice, yet they will no, by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of a stranger. My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Now notice Jesus says that his sheep hear his voice, we're his sheep. If we're born again, we're Jesus' sheep. He's the good shepherd. And he said, my sheep know my voice. He said, my sheep hear my voice. My, he said, my sheep will not follow the voice of a stranger. And he said, my sheep will obey me. Now, I gave you six biblical scriptural proof texts. Proverbs 3, 6. Proverbs 16, 3. John 10, verses 4 through 5 and verse 27. Now, I'm going to mix faith with these verses, or better still, I'm going to pray God's word. I'm going to pray a prayer that embraces these scriptures I just read to you. Now, listen at the prayer. And I want you to go back, and I want you to listen to this podcast, and you may want to make note of this prayer. Father, I acknowledge you and I ask you to reveal your vision. And it could be your vision for my life, your vision for my family, your vision for my business, your vision for my church, your vision for my ministry, your vision for my career. You can put whatever you want in the blank, but watch this. Father, I acknowledge you and I ask you to reveal your vision for blank. I ask you, because the Bible says if we acknowledge him, he would direct our path. So notice what I said. Father, I'm praying to God. Father, I acknowledge you and I ask you to reveal your vision for my blank, whatever that is. I roll the work upon you and I commit it wholly to you. And I believe that you're directing my path because the scripture says, if I, I acknowledge him, he'll direct. I believe you're directing my path. And I believe that you're causing my thoughts to be agreeable to your will. 
And I thank you in advance for causing my plans to be established and succeed. I'm just praying the word. I thank you for speaking to me. I believe I clearly hear your voice and I know the difference between your voice and the voice of Satan, the voice of my flesh, and I am always prompt to follow you in Jesus' name. Now, I was interpreting while I was praying, so now I'm going to read the prayer without interjecting any thoughts. Father, I acknowledge you and I ask you to reveal your plan for my blank. I roll my works upon you and commit and trust them wholly to you. I believe you're directing my path and causing my thoughts to be agreeable to your will. I thank you in advance for causing my plans to be established and succeed. I thank you, Father, for speaking to me. I believe that I clearly hear your voice and I know the difference between your voice and the voice of Satan and the voice of my flesh. I believe that I'm always prompt to follow you in Jesus' name. Now, I just prayed the word. I just prayed Proverbs 3, 6. I took Proverbs 3, 6. I just prayed Proverbs 13, 3 in the Amplified Version. And I just prayed John 4, 5 through 27. I just prayed those scriptures. I put those scriptures in a prayer form. And that is a part of what I do to hear God. I start speaking out what he says. I, that's all I'm, I'm speaking out his word. And remember the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of us, he confirms God's word. Got it? Now, listen, this is four. We covered four of the seven perspectives of hearing God. I trust that you got blessed today. I want you to go back. And I want you to listen to this episode and I want you to share it with somebody else. And we're going to pick up on the last three perspectives in our ne next episode. Listen, I love you and I look forward to seeing you next time.